This program is brought to you with support from the U.S. EPA. We're here to present the EFC Network Podcast. The Environmental Finance Center Network is a partnership of 12 centers serving 10 EPA regions. The EFCN provides training and technical assistance to small water and wastewater systems. This podcast series has been designed to help system personnel improve technical, managerial, and financial capacity of the utilities and communities they serve. Hello and welcome. My name is Maya Bani and I am an environmental communications intern for the Syracuse University Environmental Finance Center. As you may know, wildfires cause great harm to human life, wildlife, vegetation, infrastructure, and air quality. But did you know that wildfires also pose a threat to water quantity, quality, and wastewater service? In today's episode, we will explore how wildfires can potentially impact your wastewater or drinking water system. Fires impact systems by affecting power sources, municipal supply, water catchments, storage reservoirs, blockages, and affecting the overall performance of water treatment processes. So why are we experiencing more severe and frequent wildfires in recent years? According to the NICC, the National Interagency Coordination Center, from 2012 all the way to 2021, an average of 7.1 million acres were burned annually in the U.S. And since 1960, The top five years with the largest acreage burn have taken place within the past 15 years. Today, wildfires rampage through and devastate western and midwestern regions of the United States, and climate change is now playing a role in accelerating the severity and occurrences of those fire-related disasters. We are now experiencing more frequent and longer droughts, hotter temperatures, and increased wind speeds than we have in the past, all of which have the ability to influence characteristics of fire-related disasters, such as the total amount of land cover burned and overall wildfire season length. We can see wildfire changes through seasonal changes, such as earlier spring melting. For example, early onset warming can reduce overall snowpack in an area, resulting in a decrease in water availability during hot and dry summer conditions, allowing fires to start more easily and burn hotter for longer periods of time. So what exactly happens during active burning? Well, first, forests are wildly known for their ability to sequester carbon and mitigate greenhouse gas emissions. But in addition, forest biomass is also known to act as a sink, especially for metallic components of urban pollutants, meaning that elevated concentrations of toxic substances such as arsenic, mercury, lead, and sulfate become entrapped into forest organic material. 
this is a good thing, right? As we are reducing the atmospheric presence of these toxic pollutants. Well, yes, but what happens when wildfires burn and release large quantities of these gradually accumulated contaminants? And then where do they go? The answer is water. Wastewater and recreational water sources. So we have this ash now, composed of fire retardant and metallic contaminants which settle onto surrounding environments such as streams, lakes, and water reservoirs. This causes an abundance of issues as ash and contaminants affect water quality and soil chemistry, and they introduce substances into aquatic ecosystems. Phosphorus and nitrogen specifically are among the most commonly reported wildfire-derived water quality contaminants, both connected to elevated risks of algal and cyanobacterial blooms, which are toxic to both animals and people. What does this all mean for wastewater systems and facilities? Not only does ash affect ecosystem viability and lead to the contamination and malfunction of wastewater systems, but the loss of vegetation as a result of burning also has detrimental effects on water infrastructure and systems. So usually when it rains, tree cover intercepts falling raindrops, catching them and allowing them to evaporate back into the atmosphere before they can even reach the ground. When trees and other vegetation are destroyed during a fire, more rain and snow have the ability to reach the ground, leading to increased amounts of runoff. Fires also increase the magnitude of storm runoff by changing soil composition, which in all affects its drainage properties and accelerates rates of erosion. So now you have more water contaminated water, suddenly entering and straining wastewater and water storage systems. An influx in contaminated water now means that remaining suspended particles have the ability to clog water filtration systems, possibly even interrupting service and requiring expensive repairs. Not only can the particles clog systems, but they also contaminate inflowing water, which means that chemical demand levels and treatment costs are going to increase. So we have effects on water and wastewater itself, but fires also affect the structural integrity of these water infrastructures, further putting a strain on their ability to function. So before a fire even reaches the facility itself, it can interrupt electrical service and shut down water and wastewater treatment plants, ultimately impairing ongoing wastewater treatment. When fire directly damages ground level and underground structures, it creates the opportunity for well water contamination and the malfunction of wastewater pumps and trickling filters. Structural damage caused by fires requires costly repairs and recovery services that often exceed the on-hand resource capacity of small systems. 
For septic systems specifically, however, fires can cause issues with wiring, the junction box, PVC, controls, pipes, and tanks, which may affect overall system operation and the proper and safe disposal of wastewater. To look at how wildfires can threaten wastewater infrastructure directly, we can look at how the Shaver Lake wastewater treatment plant was damaged in Shaver Lake, California as a result of the September 2020 Creek Fire. The Creek Fire most likely started as a lightning strike and quickly grew due to powerful winds. It was the fifth largest wildfire in modern California history and devastated surrounding vegetation, homes, and businesses. The fire also directly damaged the small wastewater systems holding ponds and liners. When it comes to wastewater seepage, liners are used to protect the surrounding environment by preventing wastewater from contaminating groundwater. The damage to the holding ponds and liners caused the facility to pause operations and halt repopulation efforts so that household sewer and water outputs could not flow into the facility and leach out through those damaged liners. The system's damage in all affected approximately 1,400 customers who were looking to return back to their homes. So why is understanding the impacts of wildfires on water systems important? Because treatment plants and water storage systems may not be built to accommodate all of the effects of wildfire disasters. And as climate change further exacerbates these natural disasters, systems will only be put at greater risk for failure and malfunction. More information and tools are needed to help water storage and treatment managers better prepare for wildfire impacts. Thank you for listening. For more resources on how wildfires may impact your water or wastewater system, you can visit the resources provided in this podcast description. Thank you to all our listeners for tuning into this episode of the EFC Network Podcast, brought to you with support from the U.S. EPA. Be sure to stay tuned for future EFC Network podcast episodes.